and welcome to episode number 26 of the Golf Front Podcast. My name is Brett Bevilacqua. I'm a realtor with Carolina Property Sales in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Every Monday, I release a new episode profiling one of the over 60 fantastic golf courses located in the Sandhills of North Carolina. And if you live to play golf, the Sandhills is the best place to live. When people mention golf at Pinehurst, they're usually talking about number two, number four, and number eight, and occasionally even number seven and number nine. But Pinehurst number six is often overlooked, and I am here to tell you that most people don't know what they are missing. Pinehurst number six doesn't get the accolades that the big time courses at the resort do, but it isn't a pushover by any means. The greens are tough, the design is memorable, and the layout is beautiful. It is a course that will test players of every level and well worth your time if you are just visiting for a long weekend. Plus, its greatest asset is it is much more affordable than just about every well-known course in the area. I have never had a bad time or a low score playing number six, and as I drove through the subdivision on my way to the course this morning, I was pumped up to once again step onto this fantastic golf course. Pinehurst number six opened in 1979 and was designed by Tom and George Fazio. Fazio Design Group has built courses in nearly every state as well as the Bahamas, Barbados, Brazil, the Dominican Republic, Canada, Ireland, Japan, and Mexico. They have had a hand in local courses such as Finley Golf Course in Chapel Hill, both courses at Forest Creek, Old North State Club in Uwari Point, Treyburn Country Club in Durham, and also Pinehurst number four and number eight. They are probably best known for Wade Hampton Golf Course in Western North Carolina. I have to play that one. Shadow Creek in Las Vegas, I'd like to go there too, and Elotion in Arkansas. The Fazio Group returned to Pinehurst number six in 2004, replacing all green complexes and improving shot values. From the tips, number six plays just over 7,000 yards with a rating of 74.7 and slope of 139. From the white tee boxes, the course plays just about 6,200 yards with a rating of 70.7 and a slope of 125. The course is a few miles from the main clubhouse, but number six has its own clubhouse, a practice range, and two putting greens. For those interested in memberships, number six also has tennis and pickleball courts. There is also a snack shack where you can grab a drink or bite to eat. The first hole at number six lets you know the course isn't a pushover. This lengthy par four plays straight away uphill. There are bunkers right and left in the landing area, and the two to the right are easy to reach if you slip a little too far right. The green is thin but deep, and there are two deep bunkers front left and to the right. The green is also sloped left to right. It is important to note that most Pinehurst greens are either false fronts, or at the very least have a small incline up front that will keep lofty shots from rolling up and onto the center of the green. The par five second hole is a lengthy dog leg left. There is a bunker left that will take a heck of a drive to clear, but it is doable. If you don't outdrive the bunker, you will have no shot of getting to the green in two. And if you aren't that long off the tee, favor the right side of the fairway where there is room and this will at least give you a chance to get close enough to reach in regulation. From 100 yards in, there are four bunkers on the right side. It is also very narrow from here to the green. The third is a tough and lengthy par three with a pair of bunkers to the left side of the green. The green is thin and deep and you don't want to be long. I was flabbergasted to learn that the fourth was the number one handicap on the course. 
Aim for the second fairway bunker on this short dogleg right par four. From there, you will be not much more than a wedge to the green. If you avoid the right side of the green, you should be able to grab a par on the fourth. The fifth is a medium length straightaway par four. Off the tee, you'll want to favor the left side of the fairway for the best angle to the green. There is a humongous bunker front right. The green is divided by a large middle ridge, so landing your approach on the pin side of the green is imperative. The six is a short par five that bends ever so slightly to the left. To get there in two, you'll need a long straight drive or carry the bunker in the left rough. There is a water hazard to the right, just shy of the green, and a bunker to the left. Though the green slopes back to front, the left side of the green is very small and tough to hold. The pin was left the last time I played the course, and it isn't worth going at the stick when it's over there. The seventh is a visually stunning medium length par three. The large green is sloped towards the water and bunker immediately to its right. If you play it safe to the left of the green, you will have a heck of a time getting up and down. The eighth is a friendly, slightly downhill par four. There is quite a bit of waste area on either side of the fairway, but the challenge with the eighth will be avoiding the large and deep bunker front left and landing on the pin side of the green to avoid the ridge that runs across the middle. The ninth is a beast of a par four. It is the toughest par four on the front and perhaps the toughest on the course. Off the tee, there are three bunkers and a tree on the left side that you will need to avoid. I played my drive right at the tree and the fade took over. I still had a long run on my approach shot, but got lucky and avoided the three bunkers in front of the green. The green is large, and unless the pin is up front, you'll want to favor the middle or back of the green to avoid trouble. The 10th is a tricky par 5 that isn't that long. Off the tee, only the biggest hitters will reach the water that is on both sides of an ultra-thin fairway. Ideally, the right side of the fairway will give you a better approach to the elevated right-to-left sloping green and watch out for the bunkers just to the left. 11 is a long par 4 that is the wettest hole on the course. If your tee shot is on the right side of the fairway, or right rough, you will be hitting blind to a green that features a false front. The bunker to the right of the green is a good distance from the green, and the bunker to the left isn't any fun at all. The par 4 12th is a medium length uphill dogleg left that plays to an extreme elevated two-tier green. It feels much longer than the posted yardage. There are bunkers just off the fairway right and I found the closer of the two with my drive and then the second with my second shot. There is OB if you try to cut the corner left and two small but deep bunkers left front of the green. This hole probably doesn't give up many pars. The 13th is a fun and short par three where if wind isn't in play, you'll need a club less. Coming short won't get you on the green as there is just a small rise that will deaden your tee shot. To the back left of this bunkerless green is water and it is easy to find. There is also out of bounds immediately behind and just to the right of the green. The 14th is a lot like the 10th, just a hundred yards shorter and a par four. Water again comes into play if you leak right off the tee, and it is very easy to find. If you can favor the left side, you may be able to get to the elevated green in two with just a wedge. 15 is another short par five, this time a dogleg left. 
If you can hug the left side, you should set yourself up to get there in two. Anything right will run due to the slope and may be in trouble of going out of bounds. There are bunkers fronting the left and right side of the green, as well as another just to the right. 16 is a medium length par 3 with two gargantuan bunkers flanking the front of the green. 16 is all downhill and like the 13th will probably require a club less for most players. If the pin is in the back, you will have a lot more room to work with. 17 is a downhill medium length par 4 that tightens up the last 100 yards to a large green. The green is uphill and I thought an extra club was the right move but I cleared the green by a good 15 feet. 18 is a long and wonderful finishing hole. This par 4 looks more daunting than it is as there appears to be bunkers all down the second half of the hole, but it's just two. One left which is reachable and one right which probably isn't for most players. The green is narrow, well bunkered and approximately 30 yards deep. I missed right long and then chipped within a foot for a lucky par. Pinehurst number 6 is a wonderful golf course. It is stunningly beautiful, will have you using every club in your bag, and planning your next visit before you even finish your round. As far as Pinehurst Resort courses go, number 6 is very affordable, but expect to pay somewhere between $75 and $200 depending on the time of year. For more information about golf and vacation packages, check out their website at pinehurst.com or call them at 844-330-1669. When it comes to golf front property, Pinehurst number six has everything with modest homes starting at around 300,000 and mansions approaching a million dollars. If you need help from someone who has helped many buyers find their dream home on number six, give me a call at 845 365-3665 or send an email to brett at hmpfilms.com and I will show you number six and all the other hot spots in the sand hills. Once again, I'm Brett Bevelock with Carolina Property Sales. I hope you join me next week as we venture a few miles out of the sand hills and play the stunning Tillery Tradition Country Club.